Louisiana, KAYT, 88.1 FM. Welcome to Living by the Word with Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I invite you to stay tuned as I share a powerful message from God's Word that will change your life. It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And now, here's today's message. You know, if you're slow for you're going to waste time looking for stuff. Slowfulness will cause you to be disorganized, unorganized, and you'll spend time trying to find stuff, wasting time looking for stuff that you should be able to put your hand on if you to put it in a place. Right? You can miss out on a lot of things just by being lazy and being slowful. Proverbs 6, 6 through 12 says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Another translation say, you lazy bones. <laughs> Consider her ways and be wise, which have no guide, overseer, or ruler, provides her meat in the summer, and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you sleep, O slugger? When will you arise out of your sleep? A little slumber, a little sleep, a little folding of the hands to sleep. Right? How many of y'all ever been there? A little slumber, a little more sleep. How many of y'all hit that snooze button? How many of you snooze till? You ain't got no more time to snooze. That snooze button will cause you to be slowful. It's all right to use it sometimes, but it ought not be a way of life that you automatically. I mean, why are you going to set the clock at a certain? You lying to yourself. I'm getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning. You lying. You done figured in the snooze time. <laughs> what you really saying is I'm going to wake up at 6. <laughs> and I'm going to hit the snooze button. I, li listen, I, listen, I'm right here with y'all. We all in this together. Look, I done woke up, hit that snooze button, and didn't even know I hit it. Didn't never wake up. <laughs> Just automatic. Bam. Didn't never wake up. How many of y'all hit the snooze button and never woke up? Yes. Then you look at the clock and say, the clock, something wrong with the clock. Now we blaming, we making excuses. See, we, get, we got to blame somebody for us oversleeping. And your boss, you walk in, your boss says, what you doing being late here today? My clock. The snooze didn't go off. The alarm didn't go off this morning. We blame something else. Just say, look, I just didn't get up on time. Take responsibility. <laughs> we blame everything else. Well, you know, my children are supposed to wake me up. You know, they get up every time I hear them running around. I didn't hear them this morning. <laughs> Proverbs 10, 26. Lazy people are an irritation to the employer. As vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is the slugger to them that send him. Otherwise, you give a lazy person an assignment, you know, it ain't going to get done. I'm going to tell you, it's an irritation. Smoke in the eyes. How many of you have smoke in your eyes? 
Oh, it's irritation now. Your eyes wasn't made for smoke. Proverbs 13, 4 says, The soul of the sluggard desires and have nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made fat. See, he's talking about diligence and being slowful. The soul of the diligent shall be made fat, which means prosperous. Amen. So you have to be willing to work and willing to expend energy. All work is not easy. You know, everybody want an easy job. I'm believing God for a job. What kind of job you want? Something easy? <laughs> That's number one on the list. First requirement. Got to be something easy. Something that's not going to inconvenience me. Something where I'm not going to get too dirty. You know, I won't go to work clean, come home clean. Won't go to work smelling good, come home smelling good. <laughs> right? Wrong prerequisite. That shouldn't be the top of the list, something easy. Sluggy wants, but he gets nothing. Proverbs 12, 27 says the sluggard will go out and, and kill his food, to, you know, get his food to eat, but he's too lazy to cook it. <laughs> now, y'all laughing at the poor hunter because he don't want to cook his food. But how many of y'all got food in your pantry? And you walk in, you stab that pantry. I got to cook that. We ain't eating that tonight. That's going to take too long. I ain't slaving in this kitchen over y'all. Don't nobody appreciate me no way. <laughs> right? You got food right there, but you know, I'm going to bed hungry tonight. Why? Too lazy to cook. We got any eggs in there you can throw in the skillet? We'll eat breakfast tonight. Throw some eggs in there. Put a couple slices of bacon in there. Make some, something quick and easy. <laughs> So I'm just trying to make it real. I'm trying to bring it home to you. See, we we laughing at that poor hunter. He went out there and killed his food and then it's too lazy to cook it. But you got food in your cupboard and too lazy to cook it. And we'd rather go to bed hungry and get up at 3 o'clock in the morning and still go. It ain't never changed. It's still in there. 3 o'clock in the morning, you walking. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's still, in the, it's still in the pantry. Cook it. <laughs> Proverbs 12, 24 says that the slow, the slowful, and that word slowful, that means laxness, slackness, slackening, lazy, will be put to forced labor. So when you're lazy, Nobody's going to give you the best paying jobs. Lazy people going to always have the jobs that require the most energy. Isn't that true? Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to promote somebody that's lazy. Nobody's going to give them a desk job if they're lazy. Right? People that's lazy, they say, now, look here, we need somebody to go out there and sweep out something out there. You know, we need somebody to do some, all these things. Now, I know sometimes that ain't fair and, and all that kind of stuff. You got some people that really work hard, you know. But I'm just saying, I'm talking about the attitude here. 
the attitude. Now that, that's not true in every case because, I mean, there's jobs that's got to get done. And we appreciate every hardworking person. Sometimes people just, you know, that's what they have to do to make a living and to provide for their family. And we don't look down on that at all. I'm talking about a lazy person, right? But even, even, if, you, even if you have a job that nobody wants to do, nobody still want a lazy person doing it. Even if you're doing a job that nobody wants to do, they still want you to do it good. My daddy, my daddy had a janitor's job for, what, 20 years? 22 years at Nagman Elementary. You know, that was his job, but we did all the work. We did, I ain't going to say we did all of it, but we did 90% of it. He was the inspector. <laughs> I worked over there. Bubba worked over there. Ricky worked over there. Keith worked over there. Reggie worked over there. Twain worked over there. Only people didn't work over there is Jack and Tammy. <laughs> and my daddy's come there and say, come on, let's go and inspect. <laughs> and if you missed something, I'm going to tell you, he was on it. You didn't get away with nothing around my dad. Now, he had certain things he wanted to do, and that was his part. He said, no, I want y'all doing this here, because we were little boys, you know, growing up and stuff. He said, I got this right here, but y'all have that done when I get here. Then he checked us out. My dad was not a lazy man. My daddy cut, cut yards and, and had a, a grass-cutting business before people had a grass-cutting business. <laughs> On his off days, I was out there pushing a lawnmower. Till one day I hit something. He run me off too. <laughs> he thought I did it on purpose because I ain't want to be there. It really was an accident. I really didn't see it. I hit a pipe coming up out the ground. Bent the blades up on it. I ain't gonna even tell you what he told me. <laughs> huh? <laughs> See, I told Lam what he said. You KO. Y'all fill in the blank. I was 16 years old when I got my last whooping. And it's all Dill's fault. <laughs> My daddy used to cut his, her, her daddy's uh, grass. And he was going over there one evening, he said, now, uh, Greg, meet me over there, bring them gas cans. I'm going to cut that grass after we get off work today. And you know, Dill lived across the by. She's just a little girl. She lived across the by, and you know, I could see where the truck come around the corner. I said, well, I'll wait till I see daddy get around the corner, and then I'll just take the gas can over there. And by the time he get everything out of the truck, you know, I'll be there with the gas can because I'll be there in, you know, two or three minutes. Well, I kept on, I was playing, having a good time. And every night I look over there and I say, hmm, the old truck ain't coming. I wonder what happened to daddy. Well, he took another route. He went the other way that I wasn't counting on, so he's sitting there waiting. I didn't see no truck coming. Then I saw that truck coming from where Deal lived. I said, oh, Lord. 
That truck was flying. I'm gonna tell you, you know, we saw him on the other side of the bar. I went and got the gas. Before I could get out of the yard, the truck was there. All the way down, across the bridge and there. And you know, he used to slow down. When you go pull up in the yard and put it in low gear, that time he just went vroom, right, right up in the yard. And I was running with that gas can. I said, oh, Dad, I'm on the way, Dad. I was just on the way. He went and pulled a limb off that apple tree. I had some short cut off blue jean pants on. I can't tell you what he said. i tell you what he did. He tore my tail up is what he did. I thought I was bad. I'm 16. I'm bigger than him. I'm stronger than him now. I play football. I'm too big for a whooping. He can't do nothing but fuss now. He sure surprised me that day. Broke skin on me. I still got the scars. My daddy said that's the mark of a man. I made a man out of you, boy. Every time you look at him, remember, I made a man out of you. <laughs> Wouldn't even let me come help him cut the grass out there. Snatch them gas cans from me and took off. You've been listening to Living by the Word with your host, Greg Tejada, pastor of the Word Christian Center in Alexandria, Louisiana. I trust that you received the Word of God that will change your life and make you strong. This message is available for a gift of $8 postage paid. If you would like a copy of today's message, call us at 318-442-8100. That's 318-442-8100. Or write us at P.O. Box 13195, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71315. We invite you to join us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 a.m. and on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. for worship service. We're located at 4701 Lee Street, just two blocks off MacArthur Drive. Until next time, may God richly bless you. Like never before, we're waging war. Oh, yeah. Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ. You are now tuned into the media ministries of Kingdom First Ministries of Bossier City, Louisiana, with Minister Catherine Young. Listen now to a word in season from Minister Catherine Young from a message already in progress.
Minister Young, hope you were blessed by this in-season word. You may contact Minister Young at 318-286-0881 or write Minister Young at Kingdom First Ministries, LLC, Post Office Box, 72011, Bossier City, Louisiana, 71172-2011 or email her at Queen, that's Q. U-E-E-N-I-S-A-S-E-R-V-A-N-T at gmail.com. Also, Minister Young's is an author of a best-selling book, Women of War. This book taught the body of Christ how to live a victorious life through a study of the Word. If you desire a copy of this book, you may phone Minister Young at 318-286-0881. Again, listen to Minister Young at this same time next week. And until we meet again, may God bless you and keep you.
<laughs> I cherish memories such as videos and pictures and family. And sometimes when I look at some pictures, I begin to wonder. I wonder sometimes when will I see Sometimes, Lord. 